This is AI Podcast, not artificial intelligence, agency intelligence. Our team's going to be 10 times stronger than all the other teams. A platform for agents. When people think of niche marketing, they're thinking so small scale. In real life agencies, sharing their thoughts. All you need to do is get in front of more people. To transform an industry. Better coverages, uh, better pricing, just better everything. Real. The difference between givers, takers, and matchers. Agents. I guess I took a slightly different path coming to the agency. I know a lot of agencies. You can partner your clients with those companies that are looking for that specific target market. This is AI Podcast. Are you ready? I am. Let's go. Well, everyone, thank you for joining uh, our insurance tax webinar. Uh, I know um, there were some issues with Zoom uh, the last five minutes. <laughs> and at least here on the on the left coast, and uh, so left. so the left coast. I never so, heard it called that ever. Yeah. So so. Uh, anyway, I wanted to uh, first uh, thank uh, Jason Cass and Travis uh, Etheridge uh, for coming on the uh, podcast. I'm big fans of their uh, uh, company, Virtual Intelligence, and we'll be talking about that. But first, what I want to talk about is I want to talk about Insurance Hacks, which is this webinar series that we put together. We being Archway Computer, which is an IT support company that exclusively works with independent insurance agencies uh, for the past 11 years. Uh, We support, actually, we need to change that number, uh, 250 independent agencies all across the country. And these are real staff members. My favorite slide, it's all about me. I have been working with independent agencies for uh, 37 years and literally been to hundreds, if not thousands of insurance conferences. It's been really great having these conferences in person again. Jason, Travis, and I had a couple drinks together out in uh, Nashville. We did. Um, So the goal of the webinar is to introduce the insurance people to the movers and shakers in this industry, the people that are actually making a difference. And this isn't supposed to be a sales, uh, here's why you should buy from me. But um, what uh, is going on in the industry and things that you can leverage to grow your insurance agency, because without getting the agency management system vendors pissed off, what I've seen is that agency management systems are back office systems and they do nothing, nothing to help you grow your agency. Um, they ma- help you manage the back office. And if you're not managing your expenses, if you don't have a good sales process, you're not going to grow. One of the products that we really like that we don't sell, we don't sell any products, we don't sell virtual intelligences products is a visual visitor. And this is a product that tells you individuals and companies that are visiting your website. And it tells you uh, this without them doing anything. So we use it a lot, uh, but our some of our best practices agencies use it to see if various companies are taking a look at them for maybe insurance, or maybe there's somebody that they've been trying to sell insurance to a company and then they don't think they have a shot and then they see them starting to visit their website. So they call them. So 
these are some real time statistics. Uh, Lockheed Martin visited our website, et cetera. Probably not a great candidate for us. Um, and then here's our two speakers today. Uh, Jason has more energy than the Energizer Bunny. I just love hanging out with him. He charges me up. Travis, frankly, I don't know you as well, but you're sort of the brains behind the operation. You know, Jason's the good lucks. And exactly. God. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Jason so, likes to talk. He, he likes the sound of his voice. That's for sure. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they, they can tell you all about their history and everything. But at this point, I'm going to just um, throw it to you, um, uh, Jason and Travis. And my first question, I guess, is, you know, how do you get into the insurance industry? Like none of us, at least I didn't, put on my high school yearbook. I don't know if you had a high school yearbook. I know probably Hannah didn't. Uh, but none of us put on our high school yearbooks. We want to be in insurance when we grow up. Mm -hmm. Jason, well, how do you get into insurance? Well, Brad, one of the things we have to pay attention to, because I know the participants are thinking the same thing. Not everybody lives in California. So the rest of the 49 states, we still do get yearbooks. We're not really concentrated on killing those trees as much, right? I mean, let's just be honest with that. Just getting that straight. I mean, my son's a senior. He's getting a yearbook. I don't know. But anyway. Uh, so just yeah, it's not going to be a virtual yearbook. Hey, participants, everybody watching this, the kind of uh, podcast, this kind of webinar that this is going to be. Now, my father-in-law was in the insurance business, very successful at the age of 17. When I met my wife, his uh, daughter at the time, he met very first time he met me, we were cooking pork steaks out by the barbecue. And he said, you need to get an insurance. I said, I'll never be in insurance one day in my life. 9-11 happened. And I was forced to do something else. I had a two-year-old. I got in the insurance business and then I met a guy by the name of Mike Beard who changed my life forever. That's my story. How about you, Travis? Well, I was actually uh, hustling a cell phone at Radio Shack. Yeah. And the agency manager for the local country office walked in and said, hey, you ever thought about going into insurance? I said, nope, that sounds really boring. I, I don't think so. I think I was 23. And I uh, said, well, maybe you should come talk to me. Went in the office in my Radio Shack t-shirt, did my full interview and everything. And he said, well, we're going to call you back and I want you to go meet the district director, but maybe put on something a little different next time. So um, <laughs> I did it, accepted the job, and here we are. And and you regret every day of that because Radio Shack just went through the roof. After I know, right? I got out at the right, right. time. I was done slanging cell phones. So when I started my agency in 2010, though, he had started right around that time in country and I have been watching him and in because we lived in the same town, 10,000 people, um, I would see him winning awards all the time. And so I would be like, OK, this is a young guy. He gets it. Everybody is uh, veterans in my town. Started going after him. We met three or four times. And it's a long story how it happened. But that's actually how we got together in 2015 um, was because I, I knew immediately I wanted uh, I wanted him to be. I kept telling him we'd have lunch and I'd say, dude, if you leave that place and we join together, we're going to dominate the world and we're well on our way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, you know, I yeah, was well a dominate. disbeliever. I was a disbeliever at first, Jason, but now I'm a believer. And I've, I know. I've yeah. talked to your clients and uh, wow, wow, you guys are doing something special. But what what made you start a VA firm? Uh, uh, or a VE firm, and we'll right. get into the you. differences yeah. in a mm -hmm. second. But what, why, why did you do this? 
The more, most important thing that we can do is we can create a name for something and we can define something. So let's start there real quick. A VA is a virtual assistant, which is right. a name that we choose not to use. We use virtual employee, but for everybody who's watching, they're the same thing. It's just in our mind, they are a different caliber. Okay. So let's just put it that way. But um, when it comes to the VE, we've been, Travis and I've been doing this since 2014. We've been using virtual assistants or offshore workers, whatever it could possibly be. And so uh, th there was a lot of friction, a lot of friction in the situations. No need to badmouth anybody. It was just friction. And Travis and I being entrepreneurs, he has side businesses and not side businesses, very successful businesses I do. But this is one of those things where Travis and I came together. I love helping agents. He said, Cass, don't you see this opportunity? Um, after we got rid of our last one, I said, that's it. We're going to do this on our own. Just me and Travis, like our agency. And then agents started calling. That's the truth that that can say. And, and finally, Travis called me one day and said, Cass, put your entrepreneur hat on real quick. There's a need in this industry and you can, and you and I can fill it. And that's why we did it straight up. And him and I believe in a philosophy of unlicensed tasks and, and licensed tasks. We'll get into that, but that's the whole strategy that changes the mindset of the independent agent for the future. So let me get this straight. You were using a virtual assistant company and you weren't satisfied with their results. And so you said, I'm going to do it better for myself. Yes. Well, between three different companies. Yes. That's what we said. That is exactly wow. what we said. Wow. And let me tell you something. Your customers said the exact same thing, basically, wow. <laughs> uh, to me you. when I spoke to them. And right. uh, that's... that's uh, that's uh, really interesting. So, mm -hmm. so what sort of advice could you give to somebody who says, you know what, Jason, I just want to learn everything that you know about starting a virtual assistant company, and I want to just do it myself for my agency, right? Um, and I, you know, I think I can do it by myself without your help, etc. What are the things? What what are the things that you've kind of learned in, in doing that? If you care about the people, you won't do that. That's what I've learned. <laughs> and, and let me tell you why. I could give you a whole list, but I'm going to give you one because it's the major reason. That person, you go and you hire them in the Philippines, wherever you hire them from. And then in our case, it's the Philippines. We hire them from the Philippines and we'll say May, Marvin, Reza, whoever we have in our agency. They decide to work with us for 30 years, 20 years, 15 years. When they retire, they get no benefits in their country. While they're working for me, they can't get bank loans. They can't get government loans. When it floods, they have a hard time being able to get the, uh, the aid they need because they can't prove that income. And majority of the people in this industry pay them as freelancers. And that's what also some of my people that are my good friends do this. And I have this conversation with them all the time, Brad. I say, you're not thinking about how this is going to affect. And, and I'm going to get off this, but I want to say this. If you're normally paying $50,000 for somebody and you can get them for twenty-five dollars to $30,000 through a VE company, or you can pay them yourself for ten dollars to or twenty to $15,000, how much is enough? How much is enough before we start affecting other people with our savings, right? right. If I'm paying somebody $5,000 a month, 
and I can get it for $2,400, $2,500 a month or 15. I mean, there's a difference there. Now, don't be scared. There are RVE companies that are that will place them in your office for $1,500. And that's a whole nother sector. But you specifically were asking about somebody doing it themselves. And then the security issue is, 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 a, is a ginormous issue. I mean, you have no idea. We get background checks of our people. We know where they're coming from. Um, one of the biggest wastes of time that we have is our with our licensed employees is, is that we hire somebody and then they leave us in six to seven months. Well, that's even a bigger problem over there when you're investing that kind of time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And if you, if you pay them a little more and you treat them a little better, we have a huge, uh, we have 60 people offshore, right? And, and I've talked to some of your competitors and let them know how much we were paying various people. And they're like, you can pay them a lot less. They all say yeah. that. Travis, <laughs> you're right. They all tell us yeah. that. It's like, what? Right, right. And I could, I could deal, uh, you know, my assistant has been with me for 10 years. I've never physically met her. And so it's, um, she stays with me because we treat her right. We pay her well. And we take care of her. And so, but yeah, I mean, what I would caution agents who want to do it themselves is you may want to stay in your lane. Um, well said. Um, in that this is this is a completely different beast. It took us at least seven, eight years to figure it out. Um, for us, you know, we have, uh, 70 people total 60 offshore and, um, it, it was, it was a real, uh, struggle, uh, to, to get that going. What do you find? I'm curious if you find that your people in the Philippines, if they start to have sort of a more like connected sort of social relationship with the, the people that they're working, uh, with. You know what I mean? It, Absolutely. It, it, yeah. I want Travis to answer some of this, but with me being hands-on <laughs> with that, Travis is the money, Travis is the contracts, Travis is that, but me being hands-on, absolutely they do. I mean, they are a family, right? And I mean, and we pay for their trips and different things for them to get together. Oh my gosh, they're a family. It, it's it's remarkable. They tell they're the ones who tell us about it. When we give them reviews, they cry to us on the phone because they're so happy and it makes Travis and I tear up. You know, I yeah. mean, it, it is a it is an emotional thing. Travis, you have anything to add to that, buddy? No, I think they do, Brad. And you and you hit on it. It's that's their culture, right? Uh, they become a community. For instance, right. uh, we had we had the super typhoon really right after we started. And one of our employees flew to a different island because their house is going to be uninhabitable for a month. So they flew over to somebody that they've never met before. That person took them in and they lived with them for a month so they could stay working in the agency that they're working in. Yeah, uh, they they plan they plan parties. They give out awards. They they do everything and not not because Jason and I, uh, just because we fund it, but but they do it. Right? And you do you find that these virtual employees become sort of integrated with the agencies that they're working with there's no difference that, yeah. that, that that's that there's no blurred really. line there there is no yeah. line right right yeah and that, so, I think so that's they, why we that's why we call it a virtual employee right rather than an assistant this is somebody that you care about this is somebody that's going to be with you forever or i mean for a very long time very likely 
And you're going to care about that person. You want them to have those benefits at retirement. You want them to have the best health insurance. You want them to have, have money getting put into their, their IRAs. You, you want those things for them. And and you find what we find is they're on Facebook and they're connected and they're they're uh, people are talking you know about a baby that was born or whatever you know and mm-hmm. and just uh, uh, those sorts of connections are just really cool to uh, mm-hmm. me. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I mean, he just, I mean, we have um, insureds, uh, sorry, not insureds. I'm so used to saying that clients, other (laughs) agencies, other agencies that, um, that have bought them stoves, fridge, uh, fridge units. Uh, Travis said he didn't, he, he's humble, but when we had the typhoon five last year, we went out and bought generators for our people who were actually in the affected part. Some of them were so far up. They just had a tropical storm last week. No joke. We had a client, we had a VE who reached out to us, me and Jeremy, our COO, and said, Hey, the water's going to be here according to the city officials in the less like two hours. It's going to be at my doorstep. I need to get out of here. I'll be back on in a couple hours. I said, No, 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 no. Just stay home. Don't worry about it. We'll call the agency. Hour and a half later, they hit me back. I said, how are you working? What are you doing? They said, I grabbed all my computer stuff and all my personals. I put them in my attic, but I grabbed my computer stuff and I ran up the hill to my friend's house and I've reset up and I'm ready to go to work. Absolutely. We literally asked them to not go back to work and, and insisted. And they're like, we're going back to work. And I mean, it's unbelievable. And I say this out of respect because my, my, my licensed staff has heard me say this too. Job for job. They run circles around my American licensed staff, job for job, like data entry, Excel worksheets, doing endorsements and different things like that. I'm working them. That These are the things that they can get. Now, higher level stuff. No, I mean, they, they, right. they my, 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 my licensed staff is that's what they are. They know the culture. They know the people. They deal with the tough things that need to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Everybody who's watching this has a staff whose who's, uh, CSRs are dealing with all the tough stuff. But the way they treat that tough stuff is different than the way that ours treat the tough stuff because they don't have 80% of the other stuff on them that they can then focus on the real things and the real problems that only our licensed staff can do. I'm very big right now, Brad, um, on this licensed versus unlicensed uh, um, right. task. This is so crucial to where we're going. There's a base for why we're going there, and then there's a reason why we're going there. Well, okay, okay, yeah. So I want to jump into that, but uh, yeah, I mean, on the subject of just sort of the Filipino culture, et cetera, one of our people introduced us to a uh, computer school for for uh, middle schoolers and high schoolers that had one computer for twenty twenty students at a time, and so we helped them build a computer school. Uh, and yeah. our people did and all that stuff. And, and my hope, my dream is that one of those kids is going to end up working at Archway. That would be sick. <laughs> that that, that be would awesome? be yeah. a story. That would yeah, be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so enough about like, wow, we're so awesome. And we work in the, you know. But it's important people know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so. Talk a little bit more about the licensed, unlicensed stuff. Would you ever think of having one of your offshore people become licensed? They can't. They can't. They have to be United States citizen. So so they can't. But and I wouldn't want them to. 
right? right? I can hire licensed Americans and train them, but why would I? Right. Um, we have a system, um, and I'm speaking to I'm speaking to agency owners and everybody listening to this. This is so important. Um, we have inside of our system, we have cases. That's anything that we do that's an endorsement, not new business, not a renewal, okay? But anything else, billing, changes, whatever it could be. I checked this out in January. I've also checked it out a couple times, middle of the summer as well. And roughly out of the last hundred cases that we had done at any one time, anywhere between 78, 81, 82, 83 of those had been done and closed by a VE. Wow. And that got me thinking. I thought to myself, wait a minute here. So I went back and checked it later on and it was roughly right in the same area. And that got me thinking, saying, wait a minute. When it comes to looking at where we're going to spend our hours and spend our time, it's not so much where, it's how and where we're doing that. Meaning, if I have somebody who is doing a job that is, is an unlicensed task, I know that 80% of the work in my agency is being done that is unlicensed task. If you really think about what the states say, they say you must um, you must be licensed to propose coverage, accept money, I guess do endorsements or changes. There's like There's only three or four things. That the, all any state says that you have to do to have a license. That means that like 80% of the rest of it is being done. I mean, billing changes, COIs. Uh, and just to give some frame of reference for all you agency out there thinking, all right, listen to this. Our minimum uh, premium, our, excuse me, our minimum revenue that our agency allows our producers to go after is $10,000. So the average account we're writing is $100,000 to $450,000 in premium. Right. That is being ran and managed by VEs with the agent as the lead. We have a senior account manager who oversees these VEs. But I mean, I'll just tell you right now, you can call Sarah and ask her. She doesn't help Marvin do my renewals. We just renewed a $567,000 account. He did literally 90% of it. I had to walk in at the end and go through it for a couple hours to make sure everything is the way it was and go present the baby. So these, this is this is this is a different mindset. And if I could give you a licensed person in America for thirty thousand dollars a year, every one of you would take it. But yet, the thing about it is, a fifteen dollar an hour person in America is not a fifteen dollar an hour equivalent in the Philippines. That's a thirty five dollar an hour person equivalent to to what a thirty five dollar an hour person would be here. And so, so I think this is important that we understand this. And here's one more dynamic I want you to know about this. I do a lot of thinking, probably more than I should. <laughs> Insurtex came in with the belief that they could help us and that they could dislodge the independent agent. They've realized now that that's not happening. But one thing they have helped us with is sales. They've helped us with prospecting. They've helped us with CRMs, all that stuff that our industry right. was terrible at. The next wave is not InsureTech 2.0, it's IndyTech 2.0. And what IndyTech will do will help us from the time that the policy is sold until we cross sell. InsureTech 1.0 was the first half. We're getting ready to enter in the next year or two, the second half, and that's where the sales and services, and that's why Jay, uh, Travis and I decided, if we're going to do this, look into the future and knowing what's there, we need to start now so we can get our process even, uh, evened out, because there's going to be agencies that aren't going to be able to make the automated jump. And if we can help them semi-automate it with VEs, we can help be that person that's there. But this is coming. Insure, IndyTech 2.0 is coming, and it's going to be way bigger than InsureTech 1.0. 
Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With MBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with MBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. Interesting. I, I've never heard it explained that way. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, the way I look at it is it's like having a tier three tech do a password reset. You wouldn't want a tier three tech doing a password Very good reset, analogy. Right? You want you want those guys that do mice that are going to fix the mouse and, and do a password reset to be your tier one folks. And then if things are beyond them, uh, both by their ability slash their um, credentials, um, that that gets done by the tier two, tier three. A password, a password reset in Travis and I's office is a billing issue. Mm-hmm. Why right. in the world are we doing it the way that we've always done it? It's terrible the way that it is. A COI, I don't know the exact, but it's over 60%, a little bit less than 70% of our COIs are done by our VEs. The ones that they'll read, I mean, RVEs know how to read the contract. Now, if it has a required contract, they're not going to issue the COI, okay? But they know how to look at it, how to prepare it, to give it to the senior account manager who can overview it. So what used to even take her 20 minutes to do is now taking her five minutes to do, and she has a lot more time to actually focus on what her job is. Licensed tasks versus unlicensed tasks. So what does this mean? This means if you need help in your office, Stop thinking of licensed people. Get your people together and say, what are 25% of the jobs that you do every day that you hate doing and you don't need to be licensed to do? Then write them down. And you now know what you need a VE to do. And now your staff is freed up and you're actually paying half the cost to get the person who's going to do a better job. I don't understand how much Travis, I have to preach this to let you know how valuable this is to innovative. But, but I think you're hitting on an important point that getting the whole agency, the agency personnel involved in the decision, right? So where you're not going to them, Mr. Insurance Agency owner, oh, you have nothing to worry about. We're hiring three virtual employees from the Philippines. Train them up, et cetera, et cetera, to do your job. But you have nothing to worry about. Getting them involved before that, mm-hmm. right? And getting them to um, inter- be part of the interview process, to be part of the process of here's that 25% of the work that I do that I hate that mm-hmm. just takes me a lot of time and does not bring the agency as much benefit as it should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so- that's exactly right. Yeah, Brad, I think, I think, Brad, I think you hit on that correctly because that that is where you'll get pushback from staff, like Mr. Agency Owner, right? You will get pushback from the staff because it's the the fear of, oh, are they going to take over my job? Am I going to get ousted? Right. No, we want you to get back to doing the important things that are revenue generating, right? We want you to be able to get back to doing sales or get back to doing things that are that are making money rather than the mundane tasks that you don't like to do anyway. You know, when you can get your staff involved in that and make them understand, 
then they'll be the biggest proponents of having right. work employees. So, so right. this is a good time to answer a question and also to tell people, uh, feel free to ask questions during all this. I mean, Jason and I can talk forever. Yeah, please tell us if you like it. I mean, he really likes it, but you like Brad's hair. I mean, please, someone say yes out there. He's really big on his hair. He loves his hair. It's beautiful. Look at those locks at his age. Someone put my out wife cuts my hair. I have not paid for a haircut in years. Okay, can you yeah. believe that? Yeah, no, it looks good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's a question. Is there any conferences and or events where you can learn more about IndieTech? 2.0 and how other agencies are using indie tech inside their agencies. Well, lo and behold, you wouldn't believe it. Um, so yeah, someone teed this up for Ocast Dog. And if you didn't, thank you for doing it. And you didn't know. Uh, uh, we're going to be August 29th, 30th and 31st in Indianapolis, Indiana will be Indie Tech 2023. And you have to be Indie tech, you have to be some kind of technology that's built for independent agents for you to be, to be allowed to come. For instance, you would be able to come because that's what you I'm going to be there. It'll and be right it's after be my big. birthday. You can, so really? I'll, I'll still be accepting gifts. Okay. Okay. Keep that in mind. So we're going to do it different like we do with anything else. We're going to have a trade show, but also going to have four stages on each side running demos every 30 minutes. Um, and so you're not, so someone's going to come to your booth, Brad, they're going to say, Hey, show me what you do. You're going to kind of tell them. And then you're going to say, Hey, I'm doing a demo at two o'clock on the East stage, come to that. And then after they come that and they watch that, then they're going to have a little bitty, um, my archway room, literally your own room that will so that you can go in and go over everything and actually solidify the deal. I don't want people just coming and saying, yeah, I got this or that. Like the specialists are there. And that's what they're going to do. Travelers called and said, hey, can we come? I said, you can't bring your salespeople. I don't, we don't care about your auto and home policy. What we do care about is the technology that you provide independent insurance agents to help sell your that's policy, awesome. right? So that's what we're doing. That's the focus. And then we're also going to have tracks that we're going to run during the day that people are going to be able to uh, be educated in. Or you can also go to AIBrainShare.com and that's another event. AIBrainShare.com, that's another event. AIBrainShare.com. It's yeah, not up yet, but IndieTech, I-N-D-I-E, Tech2023.com is what that will be. It's not up yet though. And we'll, we'll send a recording link to everybody that's on this. Uh, ah, yeah on this so so that they can go back through that. Well, Tim Thompson, one of my favorite clients, was asking, do you have any onshore virtual employees that you work with? Like, you know, like a wave or somebody mm -hmm. like that? No, we do not. So yeah. Travis and I have, a. we've already thought of this. People ask us, do we have Spanish speaking? People ask us, do we have license on the States? One of the reasons why we had so much friction with our other people is because they tried to do everything for everyone and they yes. didn't do anything for anyone. They tried to be doing it in Puerto Rico and the licensed people in Colombia for the Spanish speaking. And, and it was just like, it's too much. Travis and I have realized we're really good at this. This is what we're really good at. We may change in the future. We're entrepreneurs. But right now, this is where we wanted to be our focus. And that's, Travis, am I, am I leaving anything off out of that? No, just like you said earlier, Brad, when you were talking about stay in your lane, right? We're, this is the lane we decided to stay in. <laughs> that's right. Good yeah, call, well, it, Yeah, I mean, we only work with independent insurance agents. So I say if you're a doctor or a dentist or a lawyer, there's somebody better who can help you.
Brad, you, Brad, let me tell you something. When you talk about that doctor or lawyer or something, I always love hearing about these little things. Agents always say, I wish we got treated like professionals. Interesting. They say, man, I wish I wish we were always treated like professionals, like accountants, like doctors and all that stuff. And you know what my Start answer to them like always it. is? Huh? Start acting like it. Start acting like it. I didn't know. What's, what say it's exactly that. right. He, he, the poor guy, he has to listen to me all the time over beers. But think about really this. That's what you were going to say, honestly. I had no idea. I just, that's what popped up in my head. Yeah, oh, shit. That's pretty good, Travi. That's pretty well, good. I like that. I, I sort of, uh, yeah, I mean. I no, find... Let me give you an example, Brad. Hold on. Let me give you an example. When you walk into the doctor, when you walk into the foot doctor, you don't go in there and say, hey, my heart hurts. He's going to tell you to go to a cardiologist. I'm, I'm piggybacking off what you just said a minute ago. But when someone comes into an independent agency, what do they say? Well, I can help you with your auto, your home, your motorcycle, your boat, your life, your health, your investments. I mean, what do you want? But yeah, we got it. No one sees that as a professional. You know what I mean? You know what professionals do? When somebody walks in and I, let's say I just do commercial and I don't do auto very well. Instead of me trying to get their insurance, the best thing I should do is say, you know what? We're a commercial agency, but if you go right down the road to so-and-so, they're a personalized agency that specializes right. in helping people like you. I, I, I think it's a good point. I would just say on the flip side of it, as a vendor to um, insurance agencies, that they're far more professional than doctors, lawyers, and uh, you know, accountants. Uh, because they pay their bills on time, they're there. They, they, you know, they st stand okay, by their great. agreements and all that sort of stuff. So I feel blessed that we do IT support for uh, independent agents. I mean, absolutely, because I I have a lot of friends that are MSP IT guys that are generalists and all over the place, and they have huge receivables and all sorts of stuff and, and, and all sorts of issues. Um, so look, I'm an agent, I'm looking for a VA. There's a million VA companies that are out there right now. I haven't been educated by you, Jason, or you, Travis, on the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. What are some of the questions that I should be asking if, if for, I don't like your hair, Jason, I'm not working with you. So what should I be asking these other firms? Well, I mean, lo and behold, I, there's a lot that you should be asking and I'll go through them, but just real quick. So everybody knows I write blogs and I, and I, and I shoot videos on this stuff. If you go to virtual Intel, I N T E L L.com, virtual Intel.com, click on blog. I have, in my opinion, the best VE companies out there, how to train your VEs, things that you got. I mean, I'm, I'm constantly one of the newest and I need you to go back in next week because right now the, the video is in the final edit. I give all the questions that you need to ask. The reason why I sat down and thought about this is I am tired of VE companies taking advantage of the independent agent. And it's not fair. You know why? Because the independent agent doesn't know the questions to ask. And if we can educate the independent agent on the questions they should ask, they're going to start making better decisions. And these people who are taking advantage of independent agents are going to be put out of business. And that's a good thing. So I sat down during football just this last Sunday and boom, <laughs> just wrote out everything I possibly could. Shot the video uh, Monday morning and it's being edited right now by my team. But the things that you want to ask uh, that are really, really crucial are about your people. <laughs> it's about three things. This is what I write in the thing. People, process, and protection. People, process, and protection. These are the three areas Travis and I had the most friction with the other uh, businesses. 
The people you've got to get are important. The average VE is paid a dollar to three dollars an hour in the Philippines. We our people start in training at five dollars an hour. Okay, that that's the thing. We're paying four to five times more than these others. And if you go to our website, you'll see on one of the pages where it says, if you're looking for a cheap VE, we're not it because we're not going after cheap VEs. It's just like Travis and I run our agency. We go after above average to preferred clientele. And those are the people that we're going after that understand that stuff. Um, are you providing them health insurance? Are you providing what kind of jobs did they do before? We have access to JP Morgan Chase's fraud unit to where we can pull Filipinos out there who are very detailed and have different types of skills that these corporations are trusting. Um, we're giving better pay than them. We're getting better benefits than them. Those are things. What's your protection, right? Like, I, I promise you, this is this is the truth, folks. I don't know many people out there that are uh, AVE companies that are not like they allow the VE to work from their home, which is fine, but just on their normal laptop. Like they're just on your laptop. And how I know this is because VE companies, I got Travis and I get VEs from other companies, like the VEs, not the VEs, the actual agency will call us and say, I'm having such a bad time with this VE company. Can I just move my VE to you? Every time they do, they're using old equipment. That's like it, you know this to be true, Brad. They were running running Windows 7. Brad, right. is that not right. two weeks ago? Yeah. You yeah. sent me a report and said, hey, these new cats you got cast, they got Windows 7. And this were these were these were we got them from other VE companies, right? right? And so those are the things. Here's the most important question you have to ask that I just found out at ITC Insure Insure Tech Connect. There are agency, there are VE companies that are putting VEs into your agency. Once they're there for a year, eight months, and they're actually trained, they then will take them out of your agency, say that they are promoting them. And what they're doing is they're moving them to another agency that's paying more for an experienced VE. These VE companies, not the ones that I list in my blog, which might be a reason to go list it. These VE companies are using the independent insurance agency system as a training ground for them to be able to elevate and make more money. And it's wrong. And I'm busting every one of them on it. I can't say the names. I wanted to say the names who it was. And Travis told me I'm not allowed to do that. So I just got to tell you the names of all the people who don't do that. Right. Well, again, Travis is the brains of the opportunity. So Tim Thompson was asking about training for the, do you train up your, your VEs, et cetera? And I, I happen to know that the answer is yes. Mm. And the, the amount of training that you put in, but why don't you explain that a little bit? What your Travis, you want to do it? You want me to do it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I talk to this all the time. So, um, the, 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 this is awesome too. Another question you should be asking, what is your process majority? And I'm going to say 90% or more of them of our competitors are two weeks and they put them in your agency just so you have some. So just, just so you, everybody out there understands that we have two weeks of insurance schooling, we call education. So we're teaching them over 180 terms of, of basic is very important. Basic insurance knowledge. I always say to them, you may have to show them how to fill out your RCE form, your replacement cost estimator. But when you tell them replacement cost goes here, you're not going to have to explain to them exactly what that is, right? They're going to understand, oh, replacement cost goes there. I know what replacement cost is. Right. Now they don't know how to explain it and all the stuff like we do, but that's where we put it. The next two weeks 
is uh, oh, also in that first education, not only teaching them insurance, but we're also teaching them what it's like to work in an agency. What's an AMS? What's an endorsement? What does all that mean, right? The second, the, uh, second two weeks, so we've had two weeks. Now we're in the third and fourth week. We're going to train them on the specific agency. So when Tim calls us and we have our discover call, we're going to go through and tell Tim. He's going to tell us all the stuff that he wants done. We have this nice thorough call. We're going to then train the VE specifically on that. We're also going to train them on your equipment, whether it's your AMS or, or your PL or your Raider, whatever it is. Okay, we train them on all that. Now it's been 30 days. We place them in your agency. Now they're taking tasks directly from your staff and we spend another 30 days shadowing them. So you have a virtual instructor, a VI, who has two to five years of insurance agency experience, very key there, who is following along with the VE and making sure that those tasks are done just like the prior two weeks they were trained to do. At the end of the 60 days, Usually everybody's happy. We shake hands and we go on our way. I don't know anybody else that does it for 60 days. And we actually do it for 175 days, 175 days, for 75 days if uh, it's commercial. We take them for an extra two weeks. Well, yeah. I mean, we all know how hard it is to get teams of human beings to work together. Mm -hmm. And and it makes so much sense to speak. Put the time in on the training, on the um, on the, making sure that they don't have a good reason to leave you, right? So mm-hmm. that you can keep these functioning teams where you're you're adding these new parts in. Um, uh, it's just just having a rotating group, right? Where you were describing, you know, a guy comes in. You have them for eight months, and then they promote them to somebody who's paying more, right? That's now you've you've st- have to start over. It defeats and, the purpose of what we're doing, right? Yeah. Exactly. We're not we're not helping you at all. We're actually hindering you and costing you more time and money because you're training this person, and then okay, now they leave, right? That's the problem you're having with American staff. All right. So so we try to keep these uh, to about 30 minutes. Um, What I'm going to do is I'm going to just see if there's it doesn't seem like there's any other questions out there. Jason, Travis, if people want to get in touch with you, how to I mean, you're about the easiest person in the world, Jason, to get in touch with. I am. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn. I mean, that that's just the best place. Uh, you really can. Jason at virtualintel.com that you can find me there. But I mean, if you can't find me, I don't know if you're looking. If you put Jason Cass in Google, you'll find me. <laughs> hey, when you're right. famous, that's where it's at. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I gave control to you, Jason. So if you can give it back to me so I can end the uh, 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 webinar properly. And uh, oh, wait, we do have another question here. Um, we are on our second VA company. The second is much better than the first, but that is not saying much. We're not having issues with the current company about increasing their pay solely at our cost. I, what did they say? Yeah. What did they? Yeah. Did so they all, all I'm going to do after this call, Jason, or after this, is I'm going to send you and and Jason uh, and Tim Thompson an email. Tim, yeah, yeah. Please Tim's do, please do. Favorites. He's got some good questions. To be honest with you, I yeah. mean, I thought. So yeah, it was Tim the one that was talking about the VE company or the other one? Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. Then he under then he understands where we're coming from. Okay. So th- thank you very much.
Uh, I appreciate every one of you, Brad. Thanks for taking the time and having us do this. And I'll be honest with you, this this was full of a lot of information, not just because it was me and Travis, but there really was some very, very important things. When we're talking yeah. about what's going on in the industry right now, VEs are like the main thing. Everybody is asking about it. And that's, that's a dangerous time because we know when everybody wants the NFTs, guess what? The NFT crooks come along, right? Yeah, it's the same bet. kind of thing. Yeah, you bet. You bet. Hey, mm -hmm. uh, so if you could give me control, you just go to the dude. I don't know how to do that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, go to the three dots. Uh, okay, go to my, my beautiful uh, picture here, and then go to the three oh. dots. Oh, there we go. Little, okay, you know, make me host. Dude, I didn't know that. I, I do these all the time. You know I just what? learned something. You know what? I'm an IT person. <laughs> that makes sense. And uh, uh, and according to Hannah, people definitely still do get earbuds. Um, yeah. Hey, thank you, Tim. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, at Virtual Intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60-second commercial. But you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.